think about that for a moment. That our identity comes from who he is. Our identity comes from who he is. We are his children. He is our father. He is a good, good father. Lord, you are perfect in all of your ways. You are good. You are good all by yourself. We just thank you, O God, for how awesome you are. You are wonderful. Continue to minister to our hearts, O God, on just who you are. Help us, Lord, to know you better, that we can live better and serve you better. Continue to guide us, O Lord, we pray. Amen. 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 Just how many of you have gone to a magic show and you see the magician and the magician's doing a trick? You are watching closely, trying to see if you can find out how they do the trick. I love magic. When I was a child, I brought every magic book there was you could get. You go to the bookstore, I got the clutch magic book. I went to another bookstore that had this big magic trick. So I learned card tricks. I learned how to make coins disappear. I know how to make a handkerchief disappear, make a dollar disappear. I can still do some of those tricks. Now, just give me a coin, I'll show you. And, and there's a movie I call The Prestige. In the movie The Prestige, one of the lead characters says this, are you watching closely? This is very important in the movie, and so I don't want to ruin the movie for you because I, I watch the movie almost at least once a month. I just love it. I love it. It says, are you watching closely? And they're in awe of this magician because this magician does tricks that nobody's ever seen before, and they wonder, how can you do it? It says, are you watching closely? But in the movie, there's a part where he teaches a child a trick, and he says, here's a trick, young man, are you watching closely? And he shows his coin, and he makes the coin appear in the person's ear, and he turns the coin, and he shows his double-edged. But then he shows the child how to do the trick, and he tells the child, don't ever tell anybody how you do the trick, because then they will not like you anymore. He says the trick is that the magician should keep this trick a secret so they will always want to see. And that's the truth because as soon as you see how a magician does a trick, you say, oh, I'm not impressed. I can do that. Are you watching closely? In life's journey, you will be faced with many obstacles and oppositions and difficulties. And when you're faced with these issues in your journey, it's good to know that you are with God who is leading you through these issues. God's unfailing love should remind us that he is with us and he will see us through. Sometimes the obstacles may be insurmountable and you may see defeat before you and think that how will I ever make it through? But yet if you are with God, are you watching closely? Mm. Because when you're watching God and you're watching closely, you'll see that he can make a way out of no way. And the beautiful thing is that if you're watching closely, you'll see, and he can show you how he did it, but you won't be able to say, oh, I can do that. 
No, no, no. You realize that, oh, there's power behind what he is doing. There's no trickery. There's no illusion. There's nothing fantastical about it. It is simply supernatural power. That's beyond my understanding and my cope of understanding. And I can see his power moving in my life. I'm not talking to somebody here this morning that's been walking with God long enough that you've done seen some things happen in your life that you realize that it had to be God stepping in. And I realize it must have been his power moving in my life. And I realize I have no other choice but to worship him because he is good. So I encourage you to look up to the Lord and trust God will step in only as he can step in and guide you to victory. Note that this victory over the Egyptians Israel had faced is just one of many victories on the way to the promised land. I encourage you, as you're walking in God's journey, you continue to face obstacles to celebrate each victory, knowing it's just one more victory to add on as you are on your way to your destination. And each victory comes through the power of God, but yet you might miss it if you're not watching closely. God can move through us and around us and simply for us. But you might miss it if you are not watching closely. So I'm going to ask, are you watching closely? I want you to see God's great power as he leads you. No God will lead you through. Exodus 14 chapter and we are looking now to verses 15 to 31, and those who have uh, the Bible version, you can open up the live app right there. You can follow along with some, some bullet points in the text uh, right there. But I just want to lift up to us, starting at verse 13, uh, to read to us again, to remind us who God is, going to verse 18, and then we're going to look at verses 30 and 31. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. Those who are able to stand and honor the reading of God's words, you are welcome to do so. New Living Translation is what I'll be reading from again. Exodus, uh, 14th uh, chapter. I'm going to start at verse 13 and go to verse uh, 18, and then we're going to pick up at verse 30 and 31. If you're there, say amen. If you're not there, say hold on. Amen. Let us begin together. Hope we arrive to the same conclusion together. Word of God says, but Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea and on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. Verse 30. That is how the Lord rescued Israel from the hand of the Egyptians that day. And the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the seashore. When the people of Israel saw the mighty power that the Lord had unleashed against the Egyptians, they were filled with awe before him. They put their faith in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Praise God for his words. You may be said to take your seat. Help me announce the subject matter to your neighbor. Tell them, see the Lord's great power. 
Help, help that to your other neighbor. Tell them the same thing. Tell them, see the Lord's great power. In order for you to see the Lord's great power, the question is, are you watching closely? Mm, mm. I, I want you to grab here that know that God will lead you through. We picked up where we were last Sunday when we say, keep calm and know the Lord will fight your battles. And, and here it is that God is letting them know that I'm going to fight for you. Just keep calm while you're losing your hair, while you're running out of your mind, getting crazy, thinking about why we are out here. And God looks at Moses and say, Moses, so why are you crying out to me? Use what I gave you. Take your staff that's in your hand and stretch it out over the water. And he tells the people, go forward, move on. Why y'all stop? Once y'all keep going. Now catch this. What's happening here? Egyptians are coming. Opposition is coming. They are following the instructions of God. God has them going on a zigzag path, pattern that could they could go direct east to get where they're trying to go. But because they would be defeated, because they might have been uh, feeling low about themselves, they say, no, God said, God says, no, I got to take them a roundabout way, take them on a detour in order to get them to the promised land. But this is all so I can harden Pharaoh's heart that I might get the glory. So they're trying to figure out, God, what's going on? We're about to lose our minds. We are here in the wilderness. Uh, we are surrounded now the Egyptians' army, and it's just not a small army. It says all his charioteers, all his chariots, all his horsemen, all his officers, and who? And Pharaoh himself is coming to get us, and you got us pinned up in the wilderness, and we got the water right here by us. Where are we going to go? We don't have any boats. We don't have a navy. We don't have any chariots. How are we going to fight? You, you, you understand what's happening here, right? It's like you standing out saying, I'm going to go fight an army, and you see tanks come. You're going to be thinking, I, I think I need me a tank. <laughs> I'm going to need something comparable to what they have. They have nothing but God, and, and they're not looking at God. They're looking at their trouble. Watch out, somebody. I want you to understand that when God is leading you, he's going to lead you through whatever trouble might be coming your way. And catch this, catch this. The trouble that is coming their way, God knew it was coming. Can you grab hold to understand that God knows the troubles you're going to face? He knows the issues that's going to come up in your life and know that the issues that's going to come up in your life, they're not bigger than God. They may be bigger than you, but they're not bigger than him. Y'all understand the difference, right? They may be bigger than you. And you may not be able to handle them, but that's all right. God says, that's right, because I got it. Y'all, y'all saw earlier, it says, uh, don't worry about it. Keep calm. I'm going to fight your battles. Can you think of times in your life when you realized something was too big for you that you needed some help? Think about many things. And, and it's not big things. It's many things. Check it out. You can't fix your car. You get somebody else. You can't fix a pipe. You get somebody else. You, you can't solve a problem. You go and get to it and you get somebody else. There's so many things in our lives that when it becomes too big for us to handle, however you want to say big is, that you go get somebody else to take care of the problem. And then when the problem is solved, you say, didn't we do it? <laughs> well, look at how God can step in in your same problem. You can look at up God and say, God, didn't we do it? Because God will give us the victory. 
And so here it is that God is leading them through. Now, you look at verses 15 to 18 in this text. It's, it's basically a summary of what's going on. And then you get look at the verses of, of 19 to, to 20. You see a little bit more of instruction of God's action about what he's going to do. And you see more about what the people are doing. It's, I want you to grab here that they're coming at night. This is not a 30-minute a thing. This is some hours going on here. Because they left at night. Look at the time frame. It says at the morning watch. The morning watch is the last night. I'm sorry, the last watch of the night. It means that it's about to become morning. And, and think about that song many of us like, right? How, 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 how we're weeping and during the night, but what? Joy comes where? I want you to think about that, how they are weeping at night. Mm-mm. They have trouble at night. At night, the Egyptians are coming to get them. But remember now, God says that he will be a cloud, a pillar of cloud before them, right? And it'll be a cloud by day and a pillar of cloud of fire by night. And so he's, they will always have light with them. Now look how God is leading them through. Why he's leading them through. I want you to know this. Tell your neighbor that God's got my back. God got them covered. That he, he says, all right, here comes your trouble. Don't worry about it. Let me take care of your lightweight. <laughs> God, God gets behind them, and look what happens. It's dark to the Egyptians, but it's light to the Israelites. Ooh, glory. The enemy's trying to get you, but God can protect you. He can put them in darkness and keep you in light. It was dark on their side, but light on the other side. The enemy was moving fast. Think about it. Chariots move fast and people on feet. So God is holding them at bay. So million plus people can cross the sea. Here it is that they are on them. The enemy, they see them. They see them coming. Remember, God allowed them to see them coming. They complain, oh, Moses, why you bring us out here? We could have died out there, but you're going to bring us out here. It's been better to be slaves in Egypt. God understood that they they, they out their mind, but that's all right. Moses, why are you calling on me? Go ahead and stretch your hand out. Now, look what happens. God has them covered. God has them covered. I want you to understand this, that when you're going through issues, look up to God and say, God, what's my instructions? Because God has you covered. He's going to lead you, and he's going to lead you. He's going to tell you what to do. Think about how many, when you go on, anybody ever gone to definitely children, when you go on the, the field trips, you used to go to the zoo and the wildlife prairie park, and you're getting on those little slow-moving trains. But, and, and, you know, those slow-moving trains, you think about this, and there's nothing dangerous about these trains. Like, you know, you can walk on the side of the train. The train don't leave you. You know, like a slow-moving train. But they give you instructions, right? Please stay seated at all times. And please keep your hands and your bodies what, inside the car. That's what they tell you. You think about, why are you going to tell me about this slow-moving train? I got to stay inside and keep my hands inside because they know what's ahead. You don't know what's ahead. It might be something up there that might, a branch, an animal, something that might get you. And if you're not on the train, then you're in trouble. And, that, and that's the thing that's going on. Here it is. God's giving them instructions. Say, look here, I, I, Moses, in order for you all to get what you need to do, I need you to lift up your hand with the staff that's in your hand. Lift up that hand and put it over the water. Moses says, all right, God, here I go. Bam, I did my part. Look what God did. He blew. And, and it says an east wind came. Y'all know which direction they're going. You know which direction they're going. They're going east. So the wind's at their back. You know, you run faster when the wind's on your back. You understand how they take away records when people set records at a track meet when they see the winds at their back? They say, no, no, you had some aid. 
<laughs> you you ran fast, but you had some aid. It was the wind behind your back that pushed you. Here it is. God blows. Whew. He lets you know that I'm present here. I'm behind you. I got your back. Go ahead and go forward. And when he blew, what happened? The water divided. Oh, and, and, and my mind imagination sees that his wind dried up and made the, 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 the land that was wet dry. And now, not only does he have their back, he has them covered. He has their left and their right protected. It says on the right and the left was a wall of water. So they had nothing to worry about. They, they, uh, they, all they had to do was just walk, keep their hands and their self to themselves and follow the path. They don't have to worry about the, whatever animals or, or fish were in the water. They just go, we're walking on dry ground. How many times have you been out shoveling snow and you get the snow up but the ground not dry? There's still some residue down there. There's still some mud. Now, the, God removed the water. They're walking on dry ground. They're not worried about a snake jumping up to get them or no fishes flapping on the ground saying, look, you forgot something. No, they're walking on dry ground. Cloud has Egyptians at bay. They are marching through. Then, as they are getting to the other side, it says that God looks through the cloud. <laughs> Says the angel of the Lord looks through the cloud. I, I, I just love the picture of that. I just wonder what that looks like. You know, like God looking down. You know, just like God said, peekaboo. <laughs> and, and, and check it out, right? The Egyptians get scared. They, they say when God looks down, they get confused. Oh, y'all, y'all didn't follow that. Uh, I want you to understand here that when God is for you, 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 you are happy to see his presence. But when you are against God, his presence shows up. You get confused. You're like, oh, what did I done do now? Here it is that if you need some assistance, let's think about how, 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 how you get, how you get confused when you see authority come behind you. Anybody here just been driving your car and all of a sudden a police car got up behind you? Anybody here been confused a little bit? Say, was I speeding? What was going on? Did, did I do my light signals all year? You thinking all kinds of things is what's going on? Say, what is going on? Something doesn't seem right. And then he passed you by. He said, whoo! <laughs> Everything's all right. Everything's all right. Here it is. They are on, on their way. They said, all right, the Israelites are making it through. I'm going to go through. Wait a minute. <laughs> Something's going on here. They're in confusion. It says that God, now some translations help us out. That says that the, the chariots swerved or the wheels were removed. What was happening here is that God made the wheels stop working. Now, this is, this is important to grasp, right? The chariots basically are made for their wheels. You know, it's for them to move faster. All of a sudden, they're like, uh. uh you know, how we don't know modern translation cars, right? How we shift gear, like, boom, let me jump, let me jump down a gear. Let's see, uh, I'm on first. Uh, I'm still not getting no traffic. Let me go, uh, let me try, let me try reverse. Okay, we're not getting out. We're stuck in this place. And then they start realizing, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know what's going on. God is fighting their battles. What did Pharaoh say? Let's get up out of here. <laughs> here it is. God got them covered. Understand, God will lead you through. He will protect you. He's got your back, your front, and your side. He's got you covered. Even when the enemy thinks he has you surrounded and defeated, God will make a way out of no way. Even when the enemy thinks they can get you, God can bring them into confusion and have them realize that I was fighting a battle. I cannot win. I might as well turn around. That's why in 1 Peter 5 it tells us, be, you know, beware that your lion, that the enemy is like a lion seeking whom he may devour. But, be, 
but you can resist him. Why? He will flee. You see, the Egyptians are fleeing. They realize we can't win. We might as well go the other way. But God says, no, not yet. Then God tells Moses, y'all see that? Stretch your hand back out. And when Moses stretches his hand back out, the water crashes on them. And we read, right, they saw their bodies on the shore. Now, I want to highlight this because some suggest uh, that they did not really cross uh, the Red Sea. Some suggest that they crossed some some shallow, marshy uh, water called the Sea of Reeds. And, and so uh, two things I want to highlight for us. Uh, if, if this is made up, the question is, well, why would they make this up? Um, if, if this was made up, why would they base all of their religion and hope on this myth uh, that was made up and write songs about this and always refer about this? And, and why is it that Egypt doesn't prove it wrong? Egypt just ignores it. Like they, they, when Egypt loses battles, they move that from their records. Y'all, y'all understand that? They remove that from their records. They don't want nobody to know that what happened. They remove that from their records. But then if this was some shallow water, then how did, they, how did they drown in chariots? Well, well, that would be a miracle too then, right? Then that they drowned in shallow water. In knee-deep water, I'm drowning. <laughs> and so to point out to us that if, if these things happen, then those are miracles. <laughs> if, if that happened. But they went through some water that when they walked through, water was like a wall. They, they don't have to script it. They tell you the location and they tell you the place that they are. They are specific of the location. Say, we are right here. When we crossed, we were in the wilderness of shore. Water was like a wall on our left and our right. We walked through dry land. They were in their chariots trying to come across. But when he stretched, Moses stretched back out his hand. The water crashed down on them, and they could not flee, and they died. Do you understand that God told them that today you'll see your victory? The Egyptians that you see before, you'll see them no more. Are you watching closely? That the victory happened right there before their eyes. God has you covered. Tell your neighbor, God got you covered. And so here it is that. The Egyptians' power, it says that God delivered them from the hands of the Egyptians. Y'all see that there in the text? God delivered them from the hands of the Egyptians. And then it says that they saw the power of God, but also that same word can be translated as hand. When they talk about the right hand of God, they're talking about his power. They're talking about his might. They're talking about his strength. So therefore, from the, he delivered them from the hand of the Egyptians. That means they were in the position of submission to the Egyptians. But God delivered them from the hand of the Egyptians with his right arm. The power of God. The Egyptians in defeat acknowledged that God was fighting their battles. How is it that the enemy can realize what God is doing in our lives, but sometimes we can't? Are you watching closely? We look for what we want to look for instead of looking for what God is showing us. God is showing them that I will show you that I am God by how I will defeat the Egyptians and you will see that I am Lord. Look how God guides them through. He guides them on a zigzag pattern. He tells them, be calm. I'm going to fight your battles. They're crying out. They're going crazy. They're talking to Moses. Moses talking to God. God says, hold up. Wait a minute. Quiet down. Here's what you're going to do. Stretch your arm out. I blow. There you go. Walk. They get to the other side. Moses, put your arm back over. Boom, I close the waters. Bam, you're done. 
And that little bat says, the Lord fought our battles. Y'all see that there? When they saw the power of God move. Think about now in your life. When have you seen the power of God move in your life? When have you seen him make a way out of no way for you? When have you seen him guide you through difficult times in your life and that he has your front, your back, and your side? Times that he was a friend that's still closer than any brother. The times he was a present help in the time of trouble. The time that he was right there to help you out and show you power. How, how oftentimes people came up to you and asked you, how did you make it or how did you do it? You had nothing to say, but it was the Lord. Oh, but it was the Lord. But because when you look at this character that this this God of ours who wants to be our father because he's a good, good father. He is doing all of this because of his covenant to Abraham. Oh, glory be to God. Nothing they have done is worthy of God doing that. But because of his unfailing love for Abraham and his generation and the promise he's given to them, he says, I will fulfill what I said through them. Oh, I wish I had a church in this place that understood about a covenant in this place. Because you understand, because the covenant we have now through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, because we now have a relationship with him, God is blessing us eternally. Because of him, and I guarantee there's nothing you have done to deserve it, but because he died on the cross, because he displayed his power for us, that he made a way out of no, because nothing you can do can to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father but through me. Look in the text. It says they believed in God and his servant Moses after they saw the power. How true it is for many of us today. Many of us today are here, not because we witnessed it, but because we've heard of the great power. We heard of the power on the cross of the only begotten son. And now, so we believe in God, the father and God, the son and God, the Holy Spirit. Here it says they believed in God and his servant, Moses. Jesus is not God's servant. He's the only begotten son, but he came to serve. And, and, and their lives changed. They were in awe. They were in reverence because they saw his power. Have you not been delivered from your sins? Mm. Can you not see how in this text the Egyptians are coming to get them? Your sin is always chasing behind you. But God's telling you to go forward. And when you're going forward, it's easier to make better, uh, better uh, a pace when you're looking forward than looking back. He, 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 told him, he told him at the moment before they went forward, he says, look now, because you won't see them again. Oh, man, oh, man. I, I want to encourage someone here today that there's something that you need to look at it now and realize, I don't want to see this again. And allow God to lead you into victory, to walk you through those situations, walk you through whatever it might be, a broken relationship, it might be a sin habit, whatever it is that God can free you and deliver you from your oppression, from your bondage, from your slavery, that you can walk into the promise that he has for you. He can deliver you. He is able to do so because we know he defeated death. They, they thought death was undefeatable, but he's defeated death. He see at the right hand of the Father right now, he can make them walk on dry land. He can blow on the wind. Do you understand how God can do amazing things. You know, this is this what gets me, that people try to figure out how did the earth come to play? Did, did dinosaurs exist? 
all that stuff is puzzling and, and science trying to figure out. But yet, think about this. How does oxygen and hydrogen make water? You know, they, they tell you H2O, right? Two hydrogen molecules and oxygen makes water. That's still, it's, it, when you look at it, God is so great. There's so many things in our lives we'll never figure out that people want to tell you about. And you're going to argue about what came first. Do you understand? God made it clear. I am God. When we see his power, when we see his power, his power is displayed. He delivered them from their enemy. He delivered them from bondage. And this is just one victory into the promised land. What's the victories in your life? He's delivered me from a wayward life. He's delivered me from a very bad tongue. He's delivered me from a lustful eye. He's delivered me from evil and anger. He's delivered me from jealous and envy. He's delivered me from stealing and being adulterous. He's delivered me. Check this out. He's delivered you from these things, and these are, these are victories. These days of victory. And there's been some dark times in your life. Am I right about it? There's been some dark times in your life. But understand that during those dark times, and those times of depression, and those times of doubt, and those times of tears, and those times of fears, and those times of anxiety, God was looking down on your enemy and letting you know, I'm about to destroy the issue that's giving you problems. Just keep on moving forward. Just keep on following who I put before you. Keep on trusting in my only word. And I'm going to lead you into the destination that I want you to be in. And I will give you victory. Victory, that your sin will be at your feet. The bodies rose up on the shore. Send the enemies at your feet. He will become your footstool. You'll never see them again. The things that have been problem you and giving you troubles, been giving you issues, God can deliver you from them all by the blood of Jesus Christ. Is anybody here glad it's the blood of Jesus Christ that has washed us and made us white as snow? Nothing we have done, nothing that we deserve, but by His grace and His mercy, because of His unfailing love towards us that he's delivered us. So will you follow him and see his great power? Will you follow him and give him the glory? In verse, uh, we're in chapter 14. You look at chapter 15, you see a song. Moses got excited and said, I just saw what God has done. He is victorious. He's delivered us from our enemies. I encourage you, will you sing a song unto God? (laughs) Will you celebrate unto him? Will you worship him in his blessed, his holy name? Will you take time and say, Lord, I need to worship you and bless you because you gave me another victory today. Today. That in my darkest hour, in the morning came my joy. Y'all see that in the text? In the morning watch, he looked down. And just as the sun came up. Y'all saw that, right? Just as the sun came up, the enemy was defeated. Somebody caught that. Just as the sun came up, the enemy got defeated. Let me help you out. When the S-O-N rose from the grave. The enemy was defeated. So keep on following the Lord and see his power move in your life. His unfailing love, the goodness of our Father. Is moving. Let us pray.